Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Good morning Russell. Russell. Good, Good morning, morning, everyone. Good morning, everyone. And we say, Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We acknowledge your presence in this prayer, Father. And we surrender and submit ourselves to you, all our faculties, all our limitations, all our weaknesses, and all our achievements, our crowns as well. We bring them all at your feet, Lord. And we thank you for this new day. We ask you to direct our thoughts, our words, our path, our prayer this day, Lord. And everything that comes to this, we ask of you to lead us, for you to show us the way that we might walk with you in that light. <clears throat> we might walk with you in that wisdom. And we receive the understanding that you provide us. We trust in you, O Lord, with all our hearts. And we lean not on our own understanding, but on that revelation that you provide us, Father. In the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, that you've called us here to be with you in your presence. That is our privilege. That is our honor. We know we do not deserve it. And yet you keep calling. And yet you keep pouring out more of yourself that we might know you better. And in knowing you better, we understand the image and the likeness in which you have created us. So that with the grace that you provide us through your spirit who works with us and in us, we are able to work around all our limitations, around all the darkness that is within us. And that is illuminated through that grace that you provide. Father, we also thank you for the peace and the joys that you provide in our hearts. So that when we are with you, there is calm, there is freedom from all worry and concern. And we are able to focus on the prayer that we make so that we are able to strategize, we are able to receive revelation from, from you and we are able to work with you, Father, to turn our lives from being one of limitation, from being one of being oppressed to one of abundance. And through the learnings that you provide from your word, Father, to step towards dominion. <clears throat> That same peace and joy we share with all those that are part of this prayer meeting, that are part of this praying family. We share it with every person for whom prayers are being requested on this prayer group and those that have no one to pray for them. As we offer our faith to stand in that gap, Lord. While you repair the breach in their wall, as you once did ours. We share it also with all those that are called Christians by your name and do not yet know you and all those that do not want to know you. For your heart still pains for them. Quicken them, Lord, that they might be called on your name, that they might be called when they call on your name. You call them towards you and you raise them up. And we know in our hearts, Lord, that everyone that comes to you shall not be disappointed. They shall not end up in shame. But they shall be shown your salvation. As we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name, the name of our Father, the name of the Creator of the universe, the name of the King, 
the Elohim Adonai, the Lord of Lords, the one who is ever faithful and the one who is the preserver of men. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus. We call on his name, the name of the one through whom we have our salvation, the one who leads us in battle, the Lion of Judah, the rider on the white horse, the rock, our refuge on whom we build our foundation of our Christian experience, our life, the word himself. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of victory, the spirit of light and life, the one who is our comforter, the one who is our strengthener, who gives life to our mortal body, that we are able to be raised up in the spirit from being weak to being able to fight, to being able to stand up, to being able to be obedient to your will and to fulfill in that obedience all that you instruct us, Father knowing that you work for the good of those whom you have called, those who love you and you have called according to your purposes. And when we heed that call, we come under your wings, under your care. When we spend our time with you in our secret place, then we dwell under the shadow of the Most High. When God is for us, nothing can be against us. Help us understand the deeper meaning of this, Lord that it is your strategy of victory that you provide us. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of prayer where we are able to legally authorize you to step into every battle that we face, that we are undergoing. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of your spirit to strengthen us in all our weakness. That from being like <clears throat> lambs, we can become like our king, our leader, a lion. We thank you that you have blessed us with the gift of your word, which carries your principles, your promises, and your prophecies for us. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with angels, with destiny, help us. We, with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, that we might not fall short when you are our shepherd. For you provide all our needs, not just our daily benefits that you load us with, but all strategies, all plans, all directions that we need to walk in abundance and to achieve dominion over circumstances and over the adversary around us. We thank you, Father, that you have brought us on that journey, that you are already teaching us and you teach us every single day to benefit and to profit from your word. We thank you, Father. <clears throat> and as we pray this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make by the precious blood of Jesus. I also cover every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this vision, this prayer group, Lord, that you have given us. By the precious blood of Jesus, we draw the bloodline around each of them and declare that as the hedge of protection over their lives, over their assets, over their jobs, their finances, their incomes, over their relationships, 
over every aspect of their life. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will. We call the angels of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect, to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. And we also herald the power in our word, Lord, our spoken word, knowing that life and death is in the power of our tongue. And you said those that love it and understand it and use it shall eat of its fruit. So we herald the power in our word, Lord, by speaking your words with understanding from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, which says that as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is our word that goes out of each of our mouths. It will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we send it. And we send it in faith in accordance with your will, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Yesterday we reflected on We reflected on God's compassion and that he wants us to be compassionate as well. Today, I'd like to extend that topic of compassion to forgiveness as they go hand in hand. And I'll take a parable that Jesus taught us and he taught the disciples actually in response to a question that Peter asked him, Lord, how many times must I forgive my brother and let it go? Today, we reflect on God's expectation of us on forgiveness. What does he expect from us? In Matthew 18, the parable is from Matthew 18, verses 23 to 35. And I'm going to read it now from the NIV. Where he says, it starts with, the kingdom of heaven is like a king. Now, he's, he's already giving the precedent of the kingdom of heaven. So, this is how God's system works. Wherever he says kingdom of heaven, that's God's government and God's system. It's like a king who wished to settle accounts with his slaves. When he began the accounting, one who owed him 10,000 talents was brought to him. But because he could not repay, his master ordered him to be sold with his wife and children and everything that he possessed and the payment to be made. So the slave fell to his knees and begged him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will repay you everything. And his master's heart was moved with compassion. We saw that yesterday on compassion. And he released him and forgave him, cancelling the debt. The debt. And that's the natural fallout of compassion now. Forgiveness. But next verse, verse 28. But, at the, but the same, that same slave went out and found one of his fellow slaves who owed him a hundred denarii. Now he owed the king 10,000 talents. He is a servant who only owed him a hundred denarii. And he seized him and began choking him saying, pay what you owe me. And so his fellow slave fell on his knees and begged him earnestly. Now see, he did the same thing like this man did to the king. He said, have patience with me and I will repay you. 
but he was unwilling and he went and had him thrown in prison until he paid back the debt. When his fellow slaves saw what had happened, they were deeply grieved and they went and reported to their master with clarity and in detail everything that had taken place. And then his master called him and said to him, you wicked and contemptible slave, I forgive all that great debt of yours because you begged me. Should you not have had mercy on your fellow slave who owed you little by comparison? As I had mercy on you and in wrath, his master turned him over to the torturers, the jailers, until he paid all that he owed. And Jesus says, my heavenly father will also do the same to every one of you if each of you does not forgive his brother from your heart. Notice that he didn't just say verbally. You do not just say I forgive you, but you forgive them from your heart. And that's how his law, his government works. When he forgives, he expects you to forgive as well. Now what happens when you don't forgive from your heart? Mark 11 verse 25 and 26, which talks about prayer says, whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him. Drop the issue. The Amplified Version says, drop the issue and let it go. So that your Father who is in heaven will also forgive you your transgression and wrongdoings against him and against others. See, you forgive one, Lord forgives you against him and against others as well. But it goes on to say, but if you do not forgive, neither will your father in heaven forgive your transgressions. So in short, your prayer will not be answered if you do not forgive. Now what else? Matthew 5 verse 23 and 24 says, if you are presenting your offering at the altar, so it's not just your prayer now. It's also your offering. Now this offering can also be your worship. Your sacrifice. If you are presenting your offering at the altar. And while there. You remember that your brother has something. Such as a grievance or a legitimate complaint against you. Leave your offering there at the altar. And go. First make peace with your brother. And then come and present your offering. So it's not just your prayer now, even that offering, that sacrifice, that worship, he will not accept it until you make peace. The Lord is probably speaking to someone here. Until you make peace, until you forgive, your prayer is not moving forward. It is stuck there. It is not even made under an open heaven. That's a shut heaven above until you forgive. No answer to that prayer. Could that be the reason why your prayer is not being answered? This is the most common. There are many other reasons. But this is the biggest and the most common reason. 
and this is what his expectation is that's what the word tells us you must forgive and it doesn't stop there that prayers are not answered <clears throat> it manifests itself in sickness in financial challenges issues on the job front many other areas in life where we experience struggles and while we look at it with our logical sense and our physical eyes you may not be able to join the dots but more often than not the reason for sickness somewhere else can be connected and brought down in the spiritual realm to unforgiveness think again if you are experiencing any of those symptoms look back on your spiritual side and see what is missing and if the lord draws you to anything of unforgiveness that is there in your past go and make amends that's what his message for us today is if you want that healing go and make amends if you want that financial drain that hole in the pocket to be plugged go and make amends it has nothing to do with <coughs> not always something to do with poor decisions in finances sometimes there are other reasons which are not directly connected with your financial choices and he says stop think make that decision to forgive today knowing that it is not just for god but it is in your best interests i might even say selfish interests of getting your problems solved but what is really telling us is that solution lies in your hand it is not up to me as god it is up to you that is what god is saying to each of us you have a choice to make you have a decision to carry out and when you make that decision then it frees you from guilt and paves the way for god's grace to come down on you and for shut doors to open now lastly remember that like faith and forgiveness decision uh, like faith forgiveness is also a decision that you must make it is not your emotion forgiveness has nothing to do with emotions and more often than not it is actually about not looking at the other person and thinking this is how they made me feel it is more so us looking at ourselves and thinking how am i letting others make me feel and who should be in control should because if i let them make me feel in a certain way then they are in control of that circumstance and even my emotion but if i refuse to let them make me feel that way and i let it go then i take control of my emotion so it's not just him pushing us to make that decision but it is him pushing us to take control over our circumstance as well and when you have taken control over that circumstance and refuse to let it bother you in any way or worry you then you can go and make your prayer in joy which is why he says leave your gift here first restore your joy release what you were holding on to release all that worry and then come back with your joy and make your prayer 
Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that we understand the importance of this. I also ask for the spiritual eyes to connect the dots, Lord, between the challenges that we experience and the potential causes in the spirit, one of which is unforgiveness. So that when you show us where the matter is, where the issue is, and you provide us the direction, the instruction, the solution, then we walk by that direction. We take action on it in obedience. We follow your instruction. And we are able to rise above that shut door. We are able to walk past that obstruction, that barrier in our abundance. I ask for that edification in our spirit this day, Father. And as we pray for spiritual edification, I also pray for our physical and our temporal needs. Those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease. We pray for all those that are hospitalized, will undergo any kind of procedures this day. We pray also for all those families that are battling division and separation. We pray for all that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, including addictions, including all kinds of busyness, prayerlessness, ignorance and poverty. We raise our own personal intentions and those of our families as well, Father, especially those that are not yet saved in our family and friend circle. We ask that they be quickened, Lord. That their eyes be opened to see you and they turn towards you. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And we know that when we release our prayer and our faith, making it our prayer of agreement with each other and your Holy Spirit also who prays with us and on our behalf, that prayer under an open heaven is an answered prayer. When we make that decision today, Lord, we ask and we receive that grace to go out and forgive all that we have not forgiven so far. We ask for that strength in our prayer this day, Father. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for the gift of tongues to release your tongue and your faith and ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
scripture being given today is from Ephesians 4, 29 to 32. Let no evil talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for edifying as fits the occasion, that it may impart grace to those who hear. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, in whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamour and slander be put away from you with all malice, and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We also have a scripture shared in the chat. This is from Micah chapter 7, verse 18 and 19, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, Who is a God like you? who pardons sin and forgives the transgression of the remnant of his inheritance. You do not stay angry forever, but delight to show mercy. You will again have compassion on us. You will treat our sins under, you will tread our sins underfoot and hurl all our iniquities into the depths of the sea. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are benefiting from these reflections, please share them with your family and friends. Also invite them to join the prayer group so that they can be fed daily and their lives can also start to be transformed. 
It is also share Brother Savio's spirit-filled reflections that he posts on our Telegram group and on our Facebook page. Also, a heads up on our Bible study topic for tomorrow. The topic is changing the seen and shaping the unseen. And we will learn in depth about the unseen realm of the spirit and how to begin to look at things which are not seen with the natural eye. Now, this is a powerful topic for those who want to live by faith and not by sight. I encourage you to share these links that we shall post on our Telegram group for people to join on Zoom and YouTube. Please share them with your family and friends and invite as many as possible to come and join. This is the whole basis of praying in the spirit that we've seen over the last three weeks and how to utilize that opportunity with faith, changing the seen and shaping the unseen. And in the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, it does in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. God bless you all. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Just for